Hello, 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 and welcome to another amazing episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. Today we have someone who I just, I'm obsessed with her brand. I'm obsessed with how she looks at things. I'm obsessed with how she just takes those finer, looks at those finer details that ask herself the question, is this accessible? Is this something that people can truly be able to understand and be able to truly take in so they, so when you create your courses and your programs. So I can't wait to have you meet her, but before we do that, let's do the intro and we'll be right back. Hey guys, Carrie here, and welcome to the Visibility Playground Podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week, we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Tracy Sheriff. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I am awesome. 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 Well, just know that I'm so grateful that you said yes to come hang out with us on the Visibility Playground podcast. Lily means the world. Well, it means the world to me that you have invited me. So thank you. I'm excited about it. No, I'm really excited. Okay. Let's just jump in head first. So what is your definition of visibility? Ooh, visibility, visibility for sure is, for me, it's about showing up with a clear message and, and really just putting yourself out there. It's taking risks. It's being okay with, you know, maybe not always being everyone's cup of tea, but knowing what your tea flavor is. Oh, I love that. Yeah, oh, what's your tea that up now? <laughs> what tea drip? What flavors your tea? <laughs> it's funny because like I have the um, I bought this tea set and it has like forty different teas, and literally I'm like, it takes me like ten minutes every time I drink to figure out like what flavor I'm gonna do because there's so many options. <laughs> so it's funny that you said that because I'm like, what is my flavor? Like I don't have, like it's so hard, but I think that actually very much is entrepreneurship and choosing like who your person is because like you don't want to miss out like there's one that's like a mango madness and a sweet watermelon they're both amazing but it's like should I just go for the this should I just stay and get the whole big one of the mango madness or should I just keep getting these mixed <laughs> that's so true that's so true I think you know, that that little uh, phrase or analogy that I just offered was something I hadn't really even thought of before it came out of my mouth. But um, I recently was on vacation and there was a lot of new things to try and and very similar to, to what you're saying. Like I had to, to narrow down my focus, like, OK, what flavor do I really want? Like what what what's my groove? But, you know getting sort of back to the whole visibility piece for me, it's been a long journey to actually figure out what I'm serving and what my flavor is and who I want to attract. And so, you know, it's taken a lot of experimentation and opportunity for me to test. And I'm, I think I'm still testing to a certain degree. I have certainly narrowed my focus, but I definitely think it will evolve over time. So I'm, I'm open to serving some other flavors at some point in time. <laughs> and then I think, too, one of the things that I realized 
is my flavor. I think actually now I'm thinking about it. There was this, um, I'm going to use tea again. There was this one tea that I tried at the very beginning of my, of when I got the box and it literally tastes like mint chocolate chip, like cocoa, but it's a tea. And it was just like, I just couldn't believe it. Like I was just so obsessed. <laughs> amazing so even sometimes I go back and I think about that but I think a lot of times for me that mint chocolate chip tea is actually a person it's not a niche for me it's like what what type of person is this like we call them unboxable visionaries and I feel like that's the person that we look for and that's the person that we speak to because I feel like they understand us and we understand them. So I think a lot of time when it comes to niching, it doesn't always have to be industry. It could be a type of person or it could be the type of like where they are in their journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are you doing right now to make sure that the, the your te- your flavor people know that you're out there. What am I doing? Well, I'm really continuing just to try to use some of the stuff I've learned from you, Carrie, and put myself out there in in a different kind of way. I've got some clarity on my brand, my colors and but beyond that, it's really about narrowing my my message and I use Instagram Um, I'm going to go back into some live streaming, which I got away from, but I'm excited about, you know, really putting myself out there because I think for me, connecting with people is my best, my best avenue, just making friends, networking with others. I recently became a branch director for a global, um, community called happy, healthy women. So I'm going to be running a branch in our local area, which is new for me. I like not leadership. Like I'm, I've always been a leader and I, you know, whether it's my, my workplace or, or my business, but being, when it comes to business, I've always interacted with people on a more global scale. So um, people from afar, and I've really started to try to draw in people that are more local to me so that I can maybe go back to doing what I know, which was even live teaching, right? So I've done a lot of online teaching, but being able to be local and know that I can drive down the street and there's other people who are trying to make a difference in the world like I am is is amazing. I don't know why I didn't really do this before, but definitely leveraging some more local contacts and networking. So yeah, that's me. I love that. It's funny, just um, this past Sunday, um, me and one of my friends, Lauren, we launched our community, like in-person community called Inspired Her. And it was funny because like we, um, we had posted about it through on social media and of course on LinkedIn and places like that. And when we, uh, we realized that we had about 20 people that signed up, pulled their wallet out and signed up because it was a paid event. And we only knew out of the 20 women that it came, we only knew maybe 14. Well, no, take back. We only knew six of the six of them. So there was 14 people that we didn't even know. And we realized, we were like, hey, this is a really cool opportunity that we didn't even realize because we're actually going to be building a community of women that don't know us or like, or we don't know and be able to really build that community. And I think that's the power of these in-person networking communities, you're able to tap into what I call these new silos. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, 
Happy Healthy Women has been around for 10 years. They just celebrated their 10 year anniversary. I've been kind of a lurker in their community, but when I take a step forward, I take a big leap. So I went straight for the branch director um, after a small stint uh, in, in so where one of their other levels in their tier. But the fact that I can arrange an event at a coffee shop right near the water is where I've picked um, in our local community. And there's already people saying, yes, they want to come. They want to network. Like I'm really just looking forward to talking business in person as opposed to all online. Um, that being said, I love online too. Like I love the fact that I can reach people and meet people from all over the world. I just, it's an amazing community of entrepreneurs that I've surrounded myself with and that I've, you know, become, become strategically partnered with and in, in many different ways. So yeah, I'm, I'm just excited in general of what the future holds for sure. I think too, it is something it's something there's something special about being able to catch up on the body language being able to touch someone when they make it or touch someone when they say something funny or like or or when it's something really deep being able just to have that in-person connection is definitely something that i miss but it's definitely been so much fun yeah absolutely so much fun. yeah i can't i've got visions of some extra uh, workshops that I could run. I could test them out both online and in person. Because once you've got a well-designed workshop, you know, you have to tweak it a little bit. As I know from, you know, that's what I do, right? Is I help people create really um, amazing learning experiences for others. But you have to tweak differently a little bit the flow of it for in-person versus online, but um, easily adaptable. Yeah. So. No, I love that. Okay. So what advice um, would you give someone that is possibly thinking as you're in this process right now, possibly thinking about wanting to do more in-person at like networking and things like that to build their visibility in their community? Well, I would first recommend that you just call out people in your, in your social network because everybody seems to know somebody who's into entrepreneurship, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it, there's so many opportunities there and, you know, whether it's join a group that's already in existence or create your own, like you're doing Carrie, just start with a small group. If, if that's, what's more comfortable for you, it only needs to be three or four people, maybe even just two people to be meaningful. Um, and, you know, just be open to opportunities. Look in, in your local community for things that might already exist. Like we have the Chamber of Commerce and other networking groups that may already be in existence that you can you can hop into and, and then sort of test the waters a little bit. And when it comes to in-person events, just really raising your hand. I think that's that's been a big thing with me with Happy Healthy Women. I did my first in-person workshop with Happy Healthy Women back in, well, what month are we in? I think it was January. Um, I could be wrong, but anyways, it was sometime recently and it was called Prosper. And it was such an energizing experience to be in a room. There was, wasn't a lot of people there. There was, you know, probably hundred, which is, you know, a good size number, but 
the energy, knowing that we were all there to learn the same things, be committed to the same things. And I got to operate or facilitate, I should say, two different sessions, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and really just show off my skills like as a teacher and and bring some addition, new people into my world as well and learn what they do. So I really just think for me, it's always about looking for opportunities and then being okay with pushing myself a little bit past my comfort zone. It wasn't, it was a bit of a drive to go to this event, but I, you know, I took, I took that on. I was, I was quite nervous about it, but once I got there and I realized that I was in good company and with people that, you know, are all at different stages of business and are there to support, it was pretty easy to do and, and a lot of fun. And I think too, one of the things that you said really resonated with me and it's being able to join join an organization that's already active. So don't be like me. Um, I very much like to do the most difficult things, i.e. start my own stuff. But I will say the reason why I was able to start my own stuff is because I have a lot of connections in, in Denver already in other communities as like the community manager of Colorado Startups. I'm one of the, um, the collaborators for gals at brunch so i have these two big communities already in denver that i'm a part of and people know my name so when they heard that i was doing inspire her it wasn't like oh who's carrie it was like oh carrie's doing something else yeah so it it create it made it a lot easier but let's say that you are very new to new you haven't really done a lot of stuff it's going to be harder for you to just start your own new thing out still do it. if you feel passionate about it still do it but if you can like hook your horns on somebody else that already has a community already has a name for themselves i feel like that's that easiest way to without the, with the least resistance excuse me with the least resistance to go and build that community absolutely i mean i've been really fortunate with happy healthy women because they had a hamilton i'm in hamilton ontario they had a hamilton chapter already years ago that went dormant. It's been quite a number of years, actually, maybe almost five. And so it was like reinvigorating a Facebook group that was already sitting there with people in it and figuring out like who wanted to stay and who wanted to go kind of thing. But mm -hmm. for me, it felt like a bit of instant community locally. Um, but also, you know, knowing that there's, they're going to, tell a friend and invite a friend and, and different things like that. So it's really up to me to, to build that community now and to help people feel connected and, and do the networking piece and really just make it authentic. It is called authentically connecting actually. So as, as much as everyone's there to introduce what they do, it's also about supporting one another. So, um, and then, you know, for future events, like, you know, having, having people that are local that, you know, are interested in the things that I offer and, and things like that. It, it's just a perfect fit. So we're going to be meeting a couple times a month. So it's a little bit different for me because I actually have to drive somewhere and I have to like plan and organize, but we're also keeping it really super informal. So that would be my other tip would be not to think that it has to be overly complicated. Yeah. Don't be like right? me. <laughs> and, and people really do in many ways, especially when they're just getting to know one another, they don't want a lot of high pressure, you know, activities and things. We're going to start with some general introductions. And then as we sort of build our, 
our comfort level with one another. We'll we'll stretch it a little bit and go a little deeper into things that are going to be obviously people are there to have some meaningful conversations about business and strategy. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. So um, I think Carrie, I'd like to just give you a shout out because you are a big part of what's helping me feel more confident. The the work that you do, the program that I took, that I that the launch camp that we did together, the group of ladies that I met through that experience. I I think back to the things that you say. I may not be executing exactly the way that you said, <laughs> but um, I am definitely thinking a lot about what you taught us and what messages you were trying to really drive home. And I just want you to know that you're making a big difference. Um, and that's a sign of a good teacher, right? Like if I'm still thinking about what you taught me six months ago and I'm like, oh, right, Carrie said that. Okay, well, what did Carrie say about that? It's like having a little like Carrie on my shoulder and, you know, I go back to my notes from time to time. So, you know, that type of investment, while maybe, like I said, I haven't executed it divinely <laughs> um is is meaningful and uh yeah so thank you no that 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 really means a lot thank you so much because i always tell people like as entrepreneurs we doubt ourselves like all the time and like and, and a lot of times like people just don't say hey carrie that was great so then i'm like was it good was it not okay <laughs> i was like should i redo it what if nobody comes again all of these questions that kind of come up but um that really means a lot thank you you're welcome okay so last question what advice would you give the tracy of two years ago don't wait <laughs> jump in with both feet and, you know, step into leadership, whatever leadership means to you in, in, you know, any way possible, even if it is just a toe in the water. When you do that, your confidence naturally builds. You don't need a million more followers for your confidence to build. You just need to meet people, go out, like share your message. But waiting for the perfect time, the perfect crafted message and making sure all the, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed is only going to hold you back because that's what I did for a really long time. And I remember you saying to me once in one of our coaching calls, Kiri, why do you shrink? And I haven't forgotten that because I still do that from time to time, you know, and, and for context, what Carrie's saying is that I would put myself out there and then I would withdraw and I would put myself out there and then I would withdraw. So she'd see me for a little while then she wouldn't see me. So she wanted to know why I was sort of taking that step back. And, and I think, you know, if I could give one other piece of advice would be to not allow yourself to fall into that trap. I mean, sometimes we do have to take a step back for obvious reasons, a life transition or something comes up that forces us to take a step back. But for me, it really was, you know, um, a lot of self-doubt and a lot of, um, you know, I am an action taker, but just a lot of a lack of confidence you know, for me in my message and thinking that I needed to make it better before I s continued. So just make it better while you're doing it. Mm. And then, you know, everything will eventually start to come together in a more meaningful way. Oh, I love that. I love that. Tracy, thank you so much for being here. Um, that, that last piece in that meaningful way was 
touch me in my heart, girl. Um, guys, I get to we're gonna I get to hang out with Tracy just a little bit longer, but we'll bid you amazing humans adieu. And thank you so much for um, for tuning in. Talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.